You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. They're they present a tough you know matchup because they can blow small and obviously they're dealing with injuries. But when you have that many guys on the wing and be able to space the floor, um, they're, they're tough, especially when they're making shots. Um, I'm sure as they you know, keep playing, get used to each other and figuring it out. Um, you know, if they make the playoffs, they could make some noise. But um, it's just a matter of trying to figure out a new identity because it's just new guys on the team. The camera would have caught me when we went down 26, I would have been doing the same thing. Because <laughs> I was laughing. Uh, I just told everybody, it's a bunch of time left in this game. It's a lot of time left. And we believe, you know, and we did the certain things we needed to do to come back, and we started getting stops. And the whole game changed. It's a fun game to play. Celtics almost pull off a big win, but they fall 106 to 101. We're going to break it down here on the Garden Report, brought to you by Peak Organic Brewing and Lynda.com. I am Jared Weiss. Julian Edlow, as usual, joins us. But this time, we got our man Drapes on the show. Kyle Draper, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me on. Finally, fellas. How many years have you been doing this? Uh, It's our fourth year. Fourth year, and this is my first appearance. What gives? It's about time, All right. Hey, I've been wanting to have you on since day one. I know, I know. happy to have you. We had to get rid of Jimmy for this episode, so I hope Jimmy enjoys watching this. Addition by subtraction, right? Exactly. And the Celtics have been going through their own addition by subtraction Mm -hmm. throughout the season, but they add, finally, Isaiah Thomas. They add the one and only Jonas Jarebko. And they turn themselves into a pretty formidable team right now. They've been white hot coming into this game. They start off absolutely white hot against the Warriors. I mean, it was unbelievable how big of a lead they got out to. And then, of course, everything went wrong because the Celtics will still be the Celtics eventually. What did you see happening towards the end of this game? Well, I thought in, in the second half, guys, that the Celtics offensively, a little too much one-on-one ball, not that crisp ball movement we saw in the first half. And if you look at the, the fast break points also, I think in the first half they had 17. What did they have in the second half? Only five. You know, that's, yep. a, that's a key stat for the Celtics. And so I just thought, you know, their offense wasn't as crisp uh, in, in that second now the thing was there was one big play that I thought really broke things up Julian was the Jay Crowder pull up three with like was yeah. about two minutes or so yeah. left they they needed a good possession they needed to maintain that lead he goes kind of crosses over a few times and then just pulls up for three and that's obviously not in his arsenal and it was so early in the shot clock those are the kind of shots that you're supposed to pretty much never take unless you're for instance Isaiah Thomas <laughs> yeah they had a few bad possessions or more than a few bad possessions in that second half where they kind of went a little too much isolation, 
didn't let the ball, as Avery Bradley was saying the other night after the Hornets' victory, don't let the ball stick. Keep the ball moving. That was a big thing that he kept pushing that Brad Stevens was telling them throughout the game. And when they were up 26, they were certainly doing that tonight. Obviously, that fell apart in the second half, and that's where the lead fell apart. Yeah, and I think, you know, you mentioned that Jay Crowder shot. I mean, the three that Marcus Smart did hit, I thought it was a horrible shot. I'm like, what is he doing? And then it goes in, and so you you live with that. But, you know, three-point shooting was a a big part of this game. I mean, the Celtics have been white hot. Like you say, you know, from three-point range the last few games, this game only 25.8. You know, Golden State hit 35%, and I thought that was a huge part of the game. The weird thing about that Marcus Smart three was Steph Curry was giving him a good amount of space. Mm -hmm. He still took the highest rainbow shot he's ever taken in his life. (laughs) (laughs) They they scraped the rafters on that one. Caught banner number 12, I think, in midair there. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing about Marcus. He doesn't lack confidence. I mean, Not he was about 28 feet out oh, on yeah. that shot, and he made it. And I thought, man, here they go. The Celtics, you know, last few weeks, when they needed to make a play, they've been able to make that play. If they needed to make the shot in the Jay Crowder three that went down and out, I thought, you know what, I thought that was good. I thought it was, you know, he was going to make it. But, you know, this time luck wasn't on their side. And for the record, that was a better three. Yeah, that was yeah, a three yeah that I was just going to yeah. say, yeah. Crowder took some bad shots. That was the right play. Yeah. That was a great shot. Yeah. It seemed like it almost went down twice, yep. and they didn't get it. Bad luck. Before we bury Crowder for his 4-for-17 shooting performance, I think we buried him a little <laughs> deeper there, he did have a career high. Was it 17, 17 rebounds? rebounds, yeah. But still, he had he had nine points, I think, going into or, or pretty early in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter. He needed just one point for his first career double-double right. and couldn't get it. That was tough to watch. Well, I mean, he's been... I never thought he would be the guy that sticks when they made that Rondo trade, you know, with Brandon Wright and Jameer Nelson. I'm like, I never thought he'd be the best player, you know, in that trade outside of Rondo, obviously. But he's found a home right here, and especially with that small ball lineup, Brad Stevens loves him playing the big guys. You know, you could play him at four and at times even five. You know, Golden State went small today, and I was shocked that Brad left Tyler Zeller out there as long as he did. You know, I would have liked to seen Jay Crowder more at the five when Andre Iguodala and Draymond Green are playing a five yeah. spot out there late in the game. I mean, the thing is, matchup-wise, Zeller is really in there for Bogut. Mm-hmm. Bogut only played about 18 minutes. Zeller played 28 minutes. Right. So he had a whole yeah. rotation. Well when he was out there. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this this team has been going really small, mm-hmm. and they're going up against a team that goes small better than anybody in the NBA. Right. right. And I asked Brad after the game, does he think it's a viable option for them? He said, well, we've only done it for a few minutes or so, so far. But, yeah, it is pretty viable. I mean, Drapes, do you think we're going to see this lineup as a focal point lineup going down the stretch here? I think so. I mean, because when you look at their bigs, I mean, outside of Zeller, who do you have? Bass? I yeah. mean, Bass is undersized. Kelly Olynyk, when he comes back, he's more of an outside player anyway. And so I think when you don't have a true defensive low post center, you know, you this is the way to go. It just happens that, and Steve Kerr mentioned it, you know, after the game, that Going small is what they want to do, what yeah. Golden State yeah. wants to do. I mean, think about it. You got uh, Draymond Green at the five, Andre Iguodala at the four, Livingston at the three, and then the Splash Brothers. I mean, that's, that's, a, tough. that's a tough lineup to match up with. And, and one key thing, though, uh, late in the game that I was shocked about, Brad Stevens on the Andre Iguodala layup, he had Isaiah Thomas still in the game on the defensive end. I didn't like that. You know, you got 6'8", Andre Iguodala going against 5'8", Isaiah Thomas and I just I didn't like that move usually he substitutes offense but defense he didn't do it in that case he left Isaiah out there I was a little shocked by that the thing that I see with the small ball lineup is that Brad just kind of fell into it like you mentioned Sullinger out Olenek out Bass and Zeller are their only two bigs really so they start them at the four and the Mm -hmm. five and then you know that small ball lineup just kind of falls together at points in games and 
they got extremely lucky with it. It won them two games in a row, yep. essentially, when they blew it open. And now tonight against the Warriors, they kind of fall into the right. perfect right. mismatch where, hey, you guys want to play small ball? Okay. Right. And they, that's yeah. what we love to throw. <laughs> right. They throw that lineup out there but that you just talked about. And Here's the problem with that. They take on the Cleveland Cavaliers who can go small also. You mm-hmm. throw Kevin Love at the five, LeBron well, at the four. Are, that's and then, why these are such good teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can, that that plays play into way. their hands also, I think. So tonight we kind of saw the difference between the Celtics and some of the big teams, which, of course, is why the Celtics are bottom of the right. East team, yeah, or right. middle of the East team, mm-hmm. I should say. All right, we're going to come back for part two. We're going to talk more about this game, and we're going to hear Drape's thoughts, thoughts on the new Isaiah Thomas regime in Boston coming back for part two on the Garden Report. I mean, you know, we're having so much fun. Uh, it's a fun group to be around, and it's easy to capitalize on. You know, when you enjoy being around the people you're around every day. I mean, if, it's just like if you go into a work environment, any work environment, you enjoy being there, you enjoy being around the people, your work's going to be better. So we enjoy being around each other, and our work is better. You know, so. Um, it's easy to capitalize on knowing that this is a special group, special bond. Let's make the best of it. Because this team right here, this team will probably never be together again. That's just the nature of this business. One one addition, one subtraction, this team isn't together anymore. So take advantage of it while you got it. Because, I mean, like, I'm sure this team will never be together again. I think the biggest thing that I take away is that it's a disappointing loss. Um, But I really like the guys in our locker room, and I'm looking forward to working with them the next time we're together to work. Um, Because they're they're trying to play the right way. We got, um, we really got swallowed up by that small lineup that they put out on the floor. And and at the same time, you know, it's like I told them in there, you, you force the hand of the best team in the league to play it. I mean, they're, they're definitely a, a playoff contender in the East. You know, um, that's, that's a good basketball team. I think Isaiah really helps that team out a lot. Obviously, you know, I think, you know, Jonas at the five gives them a completely different look. Um, you know, I think Sully being out, def- I, that definitely hurts, you know, but you know, with those couple additions, I think that's good for them. We're back for part two here. We've got Kyle Draper in the house with us. Now we're going to talk about Isaiah Thomas. So he has scored 20 points in every game except for one where he had 19. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was that first game where he got ejected with a few he minutes left. Imagine how many yeah. points he would have had in that one. So he's been phenomenal. He's completely changed this team. Draymond Green even told us after the game that he's revitalized the mm-hmm. Celtics, and that's what we've kind of been using with uh, regarding him. So what are you seeing out of Isaiah Thomas that has made this team so much better offensively? No, I, I just think Isaiah Thomas, when he comes here to ball, Austin, Brad Stevens is, all right, Isaiah, you do your thing. You're running the show. When, when Isaiah is out there, it's like there's constant movement, constant energy. And, and I was talking to somebody earlier about this. I think if Isaiah Thomas was 6'3 and doing the things he does, he, wouldn't, he would not energize the team as much. I, I think a lot of people, you know, they see the smallest guy on the floor go in with those trees, get and ones, get layups, and I think that feeds everybody. I mean, this garden crowd loves seeing that guy, you know, at work. I think what he also gives this team, which they haven't had all season long, is a guy that if he's 0 for 20, come fourth quarter, you still expect him to hit big shots. They didn't have that. You know, Evan Turner has hit some big shots, but I think Isaiah Thomas even more so Fourth quarter, I mean, what, he's the leading scorer in fourth quarter points this season. It's his time. You know, against Golden State, it didn't happen for him, but he gives them that, that which they hadn't had. 
that's interesting that you think that his height or lack of height is actually an advantage because that's the first time I've heard that. Right, right. Except against Golden State because Golden State, you know, did a great job defensively on him. They did. Putting Livingston on him, the longer and guy. And they've seen a lot more of him out in the uh, West. Out West. Phoenix and They backed off him a little bit, let Livingston with the long arms still be able to challenge it's shots. But you saw him in the first half against Golden State. He was getting to the hole, getting, you know, layups and other people involved too. And, you know, when you started saying that, I thought you were going to say if he was 6'3", he'd be this unbelievable that's player. That's where I thought he was You faked us out a little bit, but, the, but, I mean, the point you're really making here is that Every single shot that he hits looks remarkable. Right. Because right. he's so small. Right. Hits the deck a lot. Right. And as we've seen with Dwayne Wade and Rondo, you got to worry about yeah. that as I keep yeah. hitting the deck. It's going <laughs> right. to catch up to you. But every single play he makes takes an unbelievable amount of effort to pull off. And every single finish that he has is an has an incredible degree of difficulty, which, yeah. inspiring wise, is great. Uh, actually getting the basket wise, right. as we're seeing where he went 8 for 21 tonight, right. that could be a bit of an issue. And he only shot 3 for 11 from deep, and that length was an issue. Yeah, that length. closing out on him could really hurt him. Yeah, and he, I think he had maybe one or two of those three-pointers blocked, you know, little tips yeah. there by Livingston. And so that's the thing about Isaiah. It's, it's, you know, there will be nights like this where, you know what, the shots aren't falling, teams figure them out. And, and that's why I think his best position is coming off the bench. A lot of people are tweeting, yep. how come Isaiah isn't starting? No, I, I, I like his change of pace you know you bring him in as the energizer guy look at it he puts up still puts up you know more shots than anybody off the bench I mean and, and so in such little minutes yeah and, and, and such almost, yeah, minutes. almost 29 and, and minutes so I like the role they have him in with this team right now and the thing is Marcus's defense is almost as impactful as Isaiah's offense yeah. I mean, it's made a made a huge difference in the first half mm -hmm. of this game but I think almost every game we've had to talk about how great smarts pressure on the perimeter ruins and disrupts the offensive system for the other team yeah not only that and reading the passing lanes I mean he had uh, he caused the steal I forget I think it was on Steph Curry uh, you know late in the game it's just he's so smart defensively his instincts defensively are something we haven't seen here and Avery Bradley's that same way but Avery Bradley I think is more a hounding defender yeah, whereas smart yeah smart is like a very intelligent defender as well He's able to switch. He's able to kind of know when to stick tight to guys yeah. and when to play the lane, kind of like a pseudo zone type of defender. He really, I mean, Julian, he kind of has all the components you need to be a great defender. He does. I mean, we've been talking about it all season and the Bradley and Smart backcourt together, what it's going to do. And, you know, guys that we talk to in opposing locker rooms have complimented them. Ty Lawson, I remember specifically, was saying how great they are defensively together and pressuring the ball, getting the ball up court. And Ty Lawson is one of the best guys at getting the ball up court. So what we've seen from them has been great. They did, you know, Steph Curry had a great game. He's a great player. He's the hardest guy potentially to stop yeah. in the league, and they couldn't do it. But if you look, you know, Clay Thompson, 2 of 10 from downtown. Mm -hmm. Marcus spent a lot of time on him. So, you know, he has his ups and downs. He's learning, and tonight was a great test for him. All right, let's quickly revisit the late game before we move on to the yeah. award ceremony here. So. <laughs> The Celtics only scored 15 points in the fourth quarter compared to 38 in the right. first quarter. Yep. There's a bit of a difference there. And we saw that, one, it was Curry was shooting lights out. Mm -hmm. They weren't able to get in transition like they were able to earlier. But Draymond Green's impact defensively is right. unbelievable. Yeah. And he told us after the game, as you saw on the top of the episode here, that he wants to be defensive player yeah. of the year. Yeah. And he, he, while he wasn't as kind of standing out tonight, he's shown that his versatility, his ability to play any role right. on the floor defensively, allows them to win so often because even though he's not an amazing low post defender, he gets it done and he prevents shots, he prevents attacks near mm -hmm. the rim. And he, you know, they did a lot of switching. Yeah, you know, with Draymond at the five, you know, when Isaiah Thomas came off screens, Draymond stepped out and was yep. guarding him for a time. And he, 
he talked about that after the game, how he told his teammates when Thomas is coming off a pick, let him come to me, don't right. help, I'll take care of it. Exactly, and I was talking with Brian Scalabrini, who was on the show with me, and he says Jay Crowder is the our Draymond Green. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. can Jay Crowder develop into the Jay, Draymond Green? Draymond a better be three-point nice. shooting, but the, he sees, you know, some similarities between those two guys. Well, you're seeing Crowder swing a lot of switching tonight, mm -hmm. too, and Stevens yeah, likes to be able to switch with Crowder. Yeah. Crowder gets caught a little bit when he goes against point guards, and that's been the big thing with Green, is that Green allows them to switch on every pick and roll. Mm -hmm. And switching, if you can switch on pick and rolls, you're never going to get beat by right. the ball handler. Right. And they're just about the only team in the league that can do it with all, all five guys on the floor. Cleveland probably being the other team that will be able to do it once they kind of get more comfortable with their defensive system and their roster. But they, I mean, you're seeing the value of continuity right. with this Golden State team. They've been together now for a few years mm -hmm. and they've really figured each other out. Yeah, and Draymond's going to get paid up from somebody. Oh, yeah. Get paid. yeah, and it's it's messed up too because he fits so perfectly with what Golden State is is doing right now. I wonder though, when you talk about Draymond Green, can he thrive in a different system without Clay and, and Steph there? Can he be a number two guy instead of a number three or four guy, uh, which he is right that's now? That's going to be one of the big questions this off season, and that's going to be something that I'm sure Danny Ainge and Mike Zarin are going to be thinking right. about. Right. Like everybody in the league is going to be thinking yeah. about True. that. You look at Butler, Leonard, yeah. all three of those guys, yeah. all guys that you wonder, will they be able to fit with other teams? Right. It certainly looks like Butler will be able yeah. to. Yeah. Leonard, yeah. we don't really know. We don't. I mean, right. you don't want to deprive Greg Popovich of having his Kawhi Leonard as a basketball fan. Right. So hopefully <laughs> right. he doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's finish the show up. Okay. Baller of the night will be second. First, let's start with your stat of the night, Drapes. Boxing out time. Well, my stat of the night is uh, turnovers, believe it or not. The Celtics only had eight turnovers. Not a lot, right? But they only had three in the first three quarters. They had five turnovers in that fourth quarter. And I thought offensively, you know, they just didn't get into their stuff, and that was big. They fell apart. Uh, for me, I have circled the number 17 for Jay Crowder. That is nice. important because that is his career high in rebounds, which he had mm -hmm. tonight. He was incredible on the glass. It is also... His field goal attempts tonight, he only connected on four of those 17. <laughs> Got to clean up a little bit there. He was great, great on one end, not so great on the other end. We'll see what Jake, Drake Crowder can become. We were just talking about him potentially yeah. a Draymond Green type player. Dude, they were putting it up in this game. Look, yeah, I mean, putting it up. Jake Crowder has 17 shots. Wow. 109 so, shots. So 109 shots is actually the highest of the season for yes. them. So that's my stat of the night. There 109. Wow. They've only taken 100 field goal attempts twice in the, uh, in the season. Uh, the pace is really going off the charts, especially now that Thomas is yeah. here. Yep. They push it on every possession. Mm -hmm. They get shots off quicker now because really just their offense is better now, so they're yep. not really kind of falling back on the second and third right. options right. as much as they used to. And so for me, baller of the night, we got to give it to Crowder just because of the way he played mm -hmm. on the Celtic side. But Steph Curry was right. Right. out of the Steph Curry's the unanimous yeah. baller of the night. Right. So, I think we all agree on that. Yeah. You okay. Know? Anybody want to throw out some extra ones? Well, here? Uh, let me throw about? out Brandon Bass. Okay. I thought he yeah. uh, played big, uh, especially in that third quarter and, and, and parts of the fourth quarter, you know, just taking it to the rim, throwing down those big-time dunks. I, I thought he looked good out there tonight. I'll throw Evan Turner in there, I guess, just for the beginning of the game. <laughs> he really if – we, if we're stopping the game at that 26-point lead, right. Evan Turner right. was, he was fantastic. He was looking at another triple-double. He had his first one of the season Wednesday night against the Knicks. Evan Turner was huge in getting them out to that lead. After that, not so much. But he had a great stretch of basketball at one point tonight. We'll have to do another episode where we just stop the game at the 26-point right, lead and exactly. just break it down from that yep. point forward. Okay, so 
For Julian Edlow, for Kyle Draper, I'm Jared Weiss. We want to remind you that Lynda.com and Peak Organic Brewing are our sponsors on the show. They are both incredible companies, so go check them out. Julian Drapes. All right, thanks for having me on, boys. Thank you, thank you. We're going to do this again soon before the uh, the the season wraps up, which could be over in early April or it could be early early, (laughs) early June. Who knows this to you? So, yeah, that's it for the Garden Report. Peace out, guys.